10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hey guys, wait, wait, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Can you nod? I know you don't have your mic plugged in. Can you nod? Can you please? I, Jorge, can, uh, Brian? Hello? Hello? You can? Wait, you can hear me? Like, when I'm talking, you can still hear me? Okay, good. Hi, welcome to Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the remote show where three boys who've known each other for ten years go through their interest one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This week, we are coming to you semi-live again. Uh, as we continue to brave the continual oppression that is COVID-19. You really, you were falling apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, like, ha- again, one of the recent intros that I was actually laughing at, it wasn't going, wow, this idiot, like, that was just funny to me, and then you, you could not stick that landing. No, I was also going to say, yeah, this is one of the only intros I've laughed at, and it was my idea. So I'm very proud. Oh, I'm, just, I'm sure you are, Jorge. See that hand patting yourself on the back. I God. thought you were going to pat me on the back, Brian, that I wouldn't have to do it, but here we are. I know. Who knew that bones could move that way, that you could just pat the center of your own back and butt at the same time? <laughs> I could say pat the center of your own ass. <laughs> pat the center of your oh, own ass. You, you realize an, uh, that you absolutely can do, right? That's just, But not the same way that someone else can. You know the difference. Very true. Now, if you sit on your hand until it goes asleep, does it feel like someone else is patting your own ass? Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what kind of fucking nonsense is this? I like to sit on my own hand and then jerk somebody else off, so now I don't know who I'm jerking off. That's the Spanish runner, and not to be confused. Or the strange runner, because it's a stranger and a Dutch runner at the same time. <laughs> oh my God. No, a Dutch runner is... Using jerking off some holding someone's wrist and jerking them off with their own hand, I believe is a Dutch rudder. Yeah. So if Brian, they put that hand to sleep, it's a strange rudder because then Brian they don't specializes even know. in uh, archaic <laughs> boy text. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> that that is a wonderfully arcane set of knowledges, uh, and I don't know if they're saved anywhere. Like, does Urban Dictionary have all of the strange shit that we used to say to each other on the they schoolyard? One hundred percent do. They yeah, have all of them. There, there is something called kid culture, though, where like Wait. certain things start to emerge amongst children that they know and they share with each other. See, like they have no way to communicate like across state lines, you know. So it just <laughs> somehow manages to make it from school to school to school until every kid knows the same dumb bullshit, and is, we don't. Is this like the the Japanese school kid pokey in the asshole game? I was yeah, going to say like more well, like fu- how we all knew that Mew was under the moving truck in Pokemon Shut Red, f- even though he <laughs> never was. No, it's exactly like that. And I think okay. it's not. This is a phenomena that comes from before the era of the Internet, when they obviously yes. could just go online to look shit up. Somehow before then, they were able to communicate this Mew bullshit like across yeah. the entire country. People no problem. People just understood it. Yeah. No, but seriously, dude, if you hold B for the first two wiggles and then switch to A really fast, your chances go up, like, so much to I catch will. that Pokemon. Taylor, Taylor is lying to you. You obviously have to speak to every NPC in the entire Kanto region. What what was it, twice? And then you can catch Mew or yeah. some shit. Dude, that's fucking horseshit. We all know you've got to press save as you come out of that one door that also sparks an enemy engagement at the same time. Yeah. Then use fly to go to a different city, and then Mew pops up. 
Yeah, we know. We found him in the game code. (laughs) (laughs) We found him in the game code. So speaking of weird ways to communicate, what are we talking about today, fellas? I uh, don't I don't know the title. It's a hard way know. to put but due to the Rem- current situation, it's remote fun. Yeah, remote fun I think is the six, it's probably what will the title will be unless we think of something better on the way. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh even before uh the situation that we're in right now, we were doing this a lot. Like we we, we yes. our podcast originally was entirely remote when we were three different cities in different parts of the state. Uh, and we would also, you know, hang out and drink and play games yeah. and all sorts of things online together. And drink. Yeah, while uh, simulating and drinks and, and drink. talk and then drink. Yeah, that was uh, a, a, an absolute huge part of that. <laughs> was the drinking. In fact, once I broke. Uh, actually, I'm going to save that story for later. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because it, it works in really nicely here. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, so we're talking about ways that you can have fun and simulate the experience of being with your friends while they are in their own hermetically sealed quarantined bubbles. Because now everyone's going through that. Like normally that was basically saved for long distance relationships that for sure were convinced that they were going to work. And, but I love you baby. (laughs) Yeah. As long distance relationships or close distance friend relationships. Close. Mid, mid, mid distance Boy relationship. I like you guys, but driving two hours seems a bit much. I'll do that (laughs) sometimes. It's a special occasion still. Two hours both ways. You're outside of the radius of a commute. If it was two hours total, yeah, I could suck it up. But two hours. To be fair, we also can't. There there have been, to be fair, there there have been times. (laughs) Don't worry with the succinct, to be fair. (laughs) It's somebody else's joke. I don't want to be running all over it. Taylor has spent periods of long periods of time where he has commuted two hours every weekend to come see us. Yeah, there was a time I was dating someone in Richmond uh, when I was not living in Richmond, so that was a every other weekend thing. And then I went to grad school and realized, oh shit, I need I need something else to do apart from fucking grad school. (laughs) So I was, (laughs) yeah, that first month where the the work is building up, like, oh, this won't bite me in the ass. I'm gonna spend four weekends in a row at Jorge's house, getting blasted and doing work (laughs) when I wake up hungover upstairs in the office. Fun times. All right, so so where where do you want to start? We have we have a, we have a few different types of software mainly, I think, to get to, and a few different activities. So uh, I guess the place that I wanted to start and what I looked into the most today was trying to video chat on a television. Um, oh, a, oh, your your most recent plague. Yeah, my most recent plague. So I, I this was a particular <laughs> issue to me because I wanted a very simple thing. We all had a computer in front of us. We all had a webcam in front of us, but I wanted with this brand new giant television that we just bought to survive this catastrophe, I wanted to see my friends' faces in more or less proper proportion in front of me. And that took like two full quarantine days, which means about two normal weeks of time to do. Uh, And I'm not happy with how we've done it yet. (laughs) Well, we should should break that down a little bit. So to me... There's a few different issues when it comes to video chatting, right? There's audio in, audio out, video in, video out. Yep. So the problem is that you want to get the video from your friends up on the biggest screen possible, but you have to keep the camera right in front of you unless you have a room of more people in which you have to keep the camera either where it can see everybody or have a camera for each person. Oh. And then there has to be either one audio in or if you have multiple people, that that's when it becomes a shit show for sure. Yes. And then... The, to me, the the bigger problem than video has always been, I want to be able to hear without wearing headphones, but if we have multiple audio inputs, it starts echoing all over the place. 
that is definitely an issue that I was the most scared of, and weirdly one that I didn't find myself confronting. Uh, for whatever reason, the microphone on the Apple iPad is just good enough, even with my six- or seven-year-old iPad, that if I use that as the dedicated webcam and screen share it to the television, the microphone more or less, more or less faithfully picks up everyone in the room without receiving the audio from the television. And that's what I wanted to point out, is these days most microphones are good enough to where I would just sit in one room, you can have as many people as you want, try to get them all as close together as possible. If you're going to... So what we usually set up is we have multiple video, multiple cameras. So like Shannon and I will sit right next to each other. Yeah. We'll have two cameras on both of us, but her laptop will have her self-muted. And you can hear her yes. through my microphone. And that fixes the echo problem. The The thing that's weirdest about that is it's not a problem, but it's just an odd thing that happens is when you're on the other side of that, when you're in the video call with someone and you have a bunch of more than just those two people, right? So you've got... Taylor's screen and Jorge's screen and Shannon's screen and Emily's screen. All these are the people's screens. The weirdest thing is when the two people who are together screens either flip or are farther away from each other in like the queue right. of screens. So it'll either sometimes look like Jorge is like, I'm going to go walk over, you know, into Shannon's screen. And he like jumps the line of five things or he goes in backwards like Pac-Man. Yeah. So like he goes in the one entrance and he runs under this secret tunnel on top and pops out the other side. And you're like, am I in a fucking Escher painting? What the fuck? Who, who made I, this video? Call? Yeah. So I usually have a lot of fun with that. Me and I Shannon, know, I feel like we, we never get appreciated for it, but all the times we'll start doing like weird dances between like the camera screen. <laughs> so it looks all weird. So our, our arms are like funny. in and out. It looks and like did, you have we, the Beetlejuice and, or the Freddy Krueger arms mm. going through because it'll side past the, the 12 yeah. people <laughs> and then get on the other side of the camera like wiggle wobble wibble wobble. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, there's another thing is we've Shut listened up. to maybe five hours of Wii music, like the, the Wii the Wii menu console or, yeah. music. Yeah, menu the music. Like literally maybe five hours straight of that overall. Uh, and we we did we we developed a very funny shoulder routine, and I I didn't get a single laugh. I'm I'm mad, dude. I'm mad about this. Sorry, bro. Sometimes we are all unappreciated in our time. Talked about no, not I Picasso. Know. Van Gogh. Van dude, Gogh. Dude, a hundred a hundred years from now, they're gonna speak about the things I've done in this quarantine. <laughs> yes, those famous performance art pieces in those chats that no one well, saw. Well, no, very private. I, very I, private affairs. I actually have the feeling they are gonna talk about it, and they're gonna discuss the fundamental flaw of, uh. You know, Jorge's work was abs was you know tra transcendental. It was groundbreaking. It was you know all these things. It was a shame that the Wii Shop music wasn't playing for all of the other people in the chat, so they didn't really get to what it oh. was. So oh, oh, it, it was didn't matter how it were you just blaring it on the television. Why do you think Chris, our our good friend Chris <laughs> is the one who's constantly asking for it because he was there to listen he was to playing. it. And he heard it through my, from my what? phone, through my microphone, across the internet, out his across speakers, into his internet. ears. Into what, his what, heart, dude. What you really lose in the museum <laughs> exhibition setting of Jorge Vargas's performance art is the intimacy. And so we have simulated this for you. You must now sit on this couch, an exact replica and aged appropriately to the same couch that Mr. Vargas once sat on. And you will have to wear <laughs> headphones, and you will hear the piece after about five minutes times 20 of chat. So you, the whole experience back to front is about 45 hours. 
45. Yeah, and you can tell it's it's an aged couch when my side of the couch is about half a foot lower than the <laughs> other side of the couch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was Got looking up dude. solutions to this set of issues today. Sure. Uh, and one of the things that I thought was there's a USB input on the back of my smart TV. So surely sure. I thought, well, there's got to be a native app that allows for video calling. Like, there's, there's just got to be, mm, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Heard that groan. There was. There, Skype had a dedicated sure. TV app until, sure. like, Skype 20... had a dedicated app, sure. No, it did until 2017, and, they, and Microsoft stopped supporting it. And everyone was like, well, what the fuck do we do? We have a webcam connected to the smart TV. That's why we got the smart TV, so that we could put the fucking webcam into the USB. So I'm like, okay, well, surely someone else has come to fill that gap. And as a matter of fact... A 2.6 out of 5 star app <laughs> has taken that place. It is a UK based app called Telebean, and it is I, dreadful. I hate no, it. It is literally the worst. So I thought to myself, thinking as I do, well, let's go deeper. <laughs> Surely there's a way to use this goddamn USB input in the back of my television for good. And good <laughs> means because I want to hang out and get drunk Wally, with my yeah. friends. Yeah. So I was looking around and looking around and like, uh, in the app store on the television, like nothing except for Telebeam. Like, all right, let's go to the Apple TV because Apple TV does pretty much everything that I've ever wanted it to do. Nothing. When you look up video call, two different apps come up. Elmo's Fun World. Excellent. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And some other Teletubby-esque app, none of which have nothing to do with video call or video calling oh. or screen share or anything doesn't do it. The only product that I know right now that is built for this is the unfortunate Facebook streaming box, which has a camera integrated into it, which no one is buying because Facebook makes yeah, it. Because yeah. no. So like they this is actually you've stumbled across what is enterprise level software and hardware. I've been to like Whoa. larger companies <laughs> will usually have conference rooms set up where they have specific hardware that is made by the company that does the video chat software uh -huh. that yeah. hooks you up through there, and They're, it costs like a million dollars, dude. Yeah. It's insanely expensive because they have a monopoly on the market because nobody makes that shit. Yeah, Cisco yeah, has Cisco's one, one of them. and it's $2,500 for what looks like a Roku with a yeah. camera on it. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. Like, are you fucking kidding me yeah. right now? They're blood right. barons, dude. Yeah, we well, could, seriously. We could tape together a Raspberry Pi today and probably... <laughs> Dude. have a fairly successful company. Tape I'll together. give you 50 extra bucks if you make it run off the power in an HDMI port. I mean, that's... I don't, I don't think that's happening. Oh, okay. I was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> I love you need, you need, doing you need that. one more. I love Jorge <laughs> doing that actual math, though, of being like, no, no, I don't think it would. I did find... You can run a surprising amount of stuff just through a USB, but yes. I'm, not, I'm not going there. No, no, uh, no, no. I do want to bring up when it comes to video call software, I'm sorry you can't figure out your TV, buddy, but I, I don't know if it's really going to happen the way that you want it to. <laughs> no, no, I, I literally, I did the research today. It's not. It's, no, it's, it's not, not going to happen today. Yeah. What I have to keep doing is what I've been doing, which is chatting on whatever is on the screen of my iPad, sharing that screen through the Apple TV so I can see you guys and get the audio through, but the microphone is still in the iPad, which works perfectly well. However, there is a slight delay, and that's the issue I'm working on now, is the lag between screen share, video coming to me, video in, video out to you. Right. So what I want to talk about, though, is the video call software. There have been like a lot okay. of different ones that we've covered and the the thing I want to bring up is really Zoom, which I've mainly used in a business setting, just like Slack before. 
bringing business tools to the fun world, I think, has been important. Slack, by uh, the way, is what we use in our friend group to communicate with one another. Yeah. It's like business Discord, which is yeah. like gaming group chats. Yes. <laughs> it is kind different. We like it a chain. lot. Is there a little yes. bit true? Uh, Zoom used to suck. I swear to God, it used to be fucking horrible. And I <laughs> refused to use it, but now it's awesome. I, I would just pay the fucking $15 a month if you're if you're a common party host to be able to have a call for more than 40 minutes. Then you can have as many friends as you want. It works really well, and they let you fucking... They let you hold the uh, the video of everybody over every one of your other screens, which is super nice. We Nothing are on Zoom right, right now I, I if also, you guys want an accolade for I also it. cannot stress this enough unless... I see Jorge quietly pull up a piece of paper. We are not advertising. Like this, this is not an advertisement for Zoom. We do not. No money is transacted because Jorge sounded very, very corporate for a second there, just railing off the features of Zoom. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, Jorge, <laughs> I asked you to delete that JPEG of my signature a yeah. while ago. I hope you did that. <laughs> I'm 100% behind Zoom. They do the also... <laughs> Sacrifice children in a horrible satanic basement. <laughs> there we go. That's on brand. And they're racist. I mean, there, there are. Oh, there were, there were too many memes of people going, "Who's?" It was the Scooby Doo one of, "Let's see who's behind this." And the thing just says coronavirus, and they pull it off. And it's just like Zoom, Animal Crossing, <laughs> fucking like yeah. all these just like. It was just clever marketing for them to fucking use all of their stuff. And I'm L-O-L. like, I mean. Yeah, uh, the Zoom servers have been hit real hard. They've been falling apart, but I don't know. Yeah, because everybody's on for me. We were talking about there was the issue, and these are a couple other things we'll get into, but like, uh, I don't think Netflix was having problems because they've been around long enough that they can handle fucking everybody. Oh, they've got the bandwidth. Yeah, yeah they've got their fine. Um, but I know Zoom was having issues, and if we want to transition to, we can, but where we can just circle back later. I know Jackbox for a hot second on a couple of the nights yeah. has been having server issues, as in there's too many fucking people playing at the same time. Yeah, I feel like maybe their architects could just learn how to make an actually scalable product, but whatever. You know, what do I know? They're, Shots fired. They're too busy writing quippy, fun things that everyone stops listening to after the first time they play a game. Dev, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Brian, is Whoever there something wrong with your hands? I didn't see you do heavy quotation marks uh, when you said quippy or fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jackbox, where they make you I, do the writing for them. I also, yeah, they, right? literally, they literally have you write the joke. Except so do we want to do we does that mean we want to move on to fun things to do when you're remote fun things to do yeah because the technological other, problems yeah. are pretty well stated i think if you can come up with a fabulous and streamlined solution for getting people on the television that we have not yet tried we challenge you to do that because i would like to learn it or if you're trying to figure out a specific setup just reach out to us over instagram and we'll do anything we can to help. We've been doing this for almost two years now. Yeah, and if you don't think I'm going to tell you to turn your computer off and on again, you're wrong. <laughs> Literally the first in any IT manual, always the customer always needs to turn off their computer. 90% of the time. I'm it's, not it's talking to you answer. if you don't turn off your computer. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but yes, one of, one, of the, one of the fun things to do, I think, is, is Jackbox. I don't know if anybody... Does, isn't familiar with it at this point, but basically you just have like one screen up where main most of the game is being played and everybody participates by connecting over their mobile phone. And you don't need to be in the same room to do that. You can do it across the the remote planes. 
So we, we I just I usually put it up. Adventure? Like, <laughs> you know, the digital realm. Cross over into the digital plane. Where the- <laughs> Brian, life is an ethereal adventure now. <laughs> to, to the jack box where you can play all these. Speaking like, of, of which, appropriately of enough, I just shared it on Twitter. Digimon is being rebooted. Get the fuck okay. out of here. Yeah, in the modern era. Uh, what? Which I think is, for this moment, perfect. Yeah. Is um, the first antagonist going to be Devimon again? I don't know, but I know the first. That I'm not watching. It's the first protagonist. Angelmon. But oh, no, children sorry. now, rather than being aged up as they weirdly, and I didn't know this, have been since then, that whenever they reintroduce a protagonist from the first series, it's they just... are their actual age scaled up to when this series came out. But now it's Ty and the rest of them right now as children with cell phones and shit. Oh, uh, starting so Ty right. will still have Agumon, though. Yes, he does. That's in the trailer. Agumon is there. I fucking love Agumon. And Matt will still have Garubumon. Go ahead. Keep going. Name That's more. actually correct. I don't know and, if you and got the heart of it. Mai will still have that pink pigeon thing. <laughs> <laughs> Birdomon. I was going to say Pidgeymon. <laughs> Bird, it is Birdomon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, I, uh, dude, I really liked Digimon back in the day. Yeah, dude. Uh, right. If it Did weren't for Pokemon, it would have been way more popular. Yep. Gatomon. We and also, we'll, we'll have to do a Digimon episode at some point. Oh, absolutely. If they don't bring back that same goddamn theme song for this reboot, I'm going to lose the, my it's shit. It's the only thing to do. They will dude, lose they're me the before garlic champions. Be- Beomon. Yeah. Beomon. B-I-Y-O-M-O-N. Sorry. And Devimon, yeah. I'm sorry, yep. Jorge. You were talking about stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on Digimon. Was it not Digimon? It really seemed like it was the digital monsters. No, but Jackbox is a pretty good solution. Uh, it's like it's oh, fun, yeah. and it it works really. It's designed for people in the same room, but it works incredibly well with one shared screen among many friends. Yeah. So I mean, I think the the most fun things are actual like group social party games like that. Yes. Uh, another one we found out is the the there's a mobile app called Piccolo. But you can actually get there's a there's a website where you can basically play it in the browser. They do an awful lot of marketing wants you to post on Facebook, but they have to make money somehow. Yes, and they, it's basically like a very very heavy drinking game. Yeah, yes. Uh, we played it on Friday night, and I had to go to bed at midnight. Um, many of you don't know me, but that is not <laughs> a normal thing. Friday yeah. night thing, like yeah, yeah. I also had to had to go to bed before I was going to drink myself sick, which has only happened a handful of well, times. It was it was very mean, or it was very aggressive. I'll say aggressive. I don't think it was mean. But it's just very aggressive and liberal with its um, with its handing out of things. Because, like, a third, maybe a fourth, probably, a fourth of them were like, down your drink. And I'm like, how many, am I fucking Mr. Moneybags to you? Do you think I just <laughs> yeah. have enough drinks to be fucking downing every third or fourth time I click next? What do you think my war chest of yeah, alcohol like, is just, right now? Do you think I live in a distillery? What the fuck's going on? Like, oh, my I thought, God. I thought you meant Mr. Moneybags to pay for a new liver, because that was the problem that I was going to run I'm into. I'm just not going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was drinking champagne like beer. They had me drinking so much. Ugh. It was not good. Yeah, it was a lot. Definitely play that one for a short time. But uh, in general, yes. I think there aren't that many good social party app games. The Jackbox has a few iterations of it that you can. They they charge you twenty twenty five dollars a pop for them, so I don't. But you I don't get know about all that. Like five or six games, so it's like each game is five, four or five dollars. Yeah, but they're not. They're I know. not full games. But you, you know? play them for fucking. I don't know. I feel like you play them for long enough, and it's fine. No, it's not the best solution. However, a solution that I have. Fallen in love with vehemently, lady. That lately, that is free. Lady, the lady. lady. 
But what I have fallen in love with, and we've played it before uh-huh. while video chatting, is the Battle for Westnoth. The Battle for Westnoth. Yeah, the Battle for Westnoth is a turn-based strategy war game where you recruit at units and you battle on a hexagonal isometric board. Uh, it's an entirely open source and free game. It's available for Ste- on Steam uh, as well as on its website through any any OS that you have. Right now, I have managed to ramrod it onto a Chromebook natively because it would not let me download it from the Android store, which is how you <laughs> could do it on other uh, Chromebooks. Yeah. yeah, but it's on everything, and it's totally free. And in, he said turn-based war game. <laughs> he meant strategy game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's a war game, Jorge. This is serious. It is incredible. I, it looks like it's going to be a shitty free game. It is very, very good. The, t- the tactics are nonstop. Yeah, well, when we play it together, all of us are talking. We usually play on the same team against AIs. Uh, there's, there, there's not levels of difficulty for the AI, right? It's no, just no, the no, no. one open-sourced AI always getting better. And no, no, they're they're fine. <laughs> they're not that good. You like anybody who actually plays video games is gonna Should have be a able to much route, yeah. easier time with them. Um, it is still. I feel like though, if you don't actually use tactics, you can make mistakes and they can overwhelm you if you're not careful. We've Otherwise, also, it's a pretty easy game. We've also had the fun thing of all of us playing against enemies that we have given way too many resources to. So to compensate right. for their lack of good strategy it's us like cool we are outnumbered like five to one here guys <laughs> okay we gotta really think about this right now yeah i don't think either of you were there but we started a holy war in the desert against three enemies we called god jesus and the holy spirit oh boy no i wasn't there for that one but it sounded like a great game we <laughs> we still haven't finished it so we gotta get you all in there because it's it's a massive battle going on god has way too many resources and it's just the kingdom of heaven descending down upon us. And we're trying to fight it back, but it's you can it's a lot. also create your own maps uh, that are fully playable in the multiplayer function. I have recreated a version of Mount Doom, which we have yet to play on. But the idea being, there is one guy in the center, and however many players around the side, and you give Sauron as many fucking resources as you can, and he has a way to absolutely outstrip you in terms of, terms of resources. So be looking forward to playing that one with you guys. In in terms of that, do you mean, and this I'm actually just curious, I am not meaning to regard to thing. are you talking about like just Mount Doom proper, or are you talking about like Mordor with Mount Doom? It's Mount Doom in the center with like a wasteland around it. Gotcha. So, okay, yeah, cool. We can call so it within Mordor. No, no, I, I yeah, get what you mean. Yeah, with yeah. Okay, cool. You are on the periphery of this shape. Gotcha. About equidistance oh, that's sick. No, from that's cool. a very now very well fortified Mount Doom yeah. from which you have like uh, the enemies are spilling. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fucking De- awesome. Devin and I also yeah. made a mod that is like just Lord of the Rings factions. Uh huh. That it still needs more balancing, but we've we've thought about doing a, a full Lord of the Rings Middle Earth map, but it, it's just too unbalanced, you know, because you'd have to make Mordor have just like the one little opening to let people out, and everyone else is just stuck out on the fields. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a, it's a game that came out in what two thousand and four, two thousand and six, something like that. Ago. But they keep there's a really dedicated community to for it. There's an updated wiki for it. Uh, it's continually yeah. updated. Like it's a really good game. I think I uh, to a general point, then we can get into other specifics. But I do think that is really the key for doing stuff remotely for fun is stuff that is going that is either fundamentally always interesting like it some some innate factor in it is always an intangible um or a constantly changing variable or something that is dedicatedly updated and changed over time because i look through my steam library a lot of these days and i'm like nope 
nope, nope, snooze fest, blah, yeah. boring, because hasn't been updated since 2017, hasn't been updated since 2015, blah, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, And there's games I'll play from fucking 2008 or like 2010, like even this sort of thing, that are fine because, yeah, it's you give me new content. Rainbow Six Siege, for me, is a big shooter that I haven't gotten into because of time, but like I always enjoy it because the fundamental variables are always different because different people are coming in with different skills so it isn't the same game at all like it's the same layout but what you have to do and where you have to do it are always different so you're like cool this is a fresh game it's been it's been a game since 2015 and they've just been updating adding new characters and stuff but like yeah they'll keep that shit going yeah. forever and that's yeah, why awesome. there, it's a few reasons why we recommend west off is like yeah it, like you said it is constantly you can it never feels like the same exact battle right and anybody can get it regardless of what devices they have. You know, we can get it running yes. on a fucking Chromebook. <laughs> uh, it's free. You know, it's not. it doesn't take a lot of power to run or anything yeah. like that. But aside from all of that, Brian, which games would you recommend for people that do have consoles and friends willing to pay for games? Oh, that's completely... Ooh, that's a good question. Um, So, I know right now... Battle Royales are very popular because of the whole Fortnite, because of the PUBG, like all those games, you know, kicked off a couple years ago, that Battle Royale format, which is great for if you have friends, it's a lot better because then you can hang out with them. And when you die, you can either someone can help you up or if you all die, it doesn't matter because you're all dead and you can quit the game quickly. Um, also, check out our Battle Royale episode. Yes, for More info. Correct. Um, the Call, Call of Duty to promote their modern warfare game they basically gave a call of duty battle royale out for free so there's call of duty Warzone, which literally costs nothing if you have a computer that can play anything of substance or if you have a console you're good to go you can download it fucking right now so um, does that mean an yeah. actual full gaming computer or like a casual computer uh if you have a i don't know about the whole mac pc thing but if you have a computer from probably the last couple of years that isn't like a teeny weeny bikini computer, like that just like barely has enough processing power to turn on. Um, if you have something that has, you know, anything like you should be fine. You may have to drop it to like low settings, but I think you'd be fine. Right. Rock on. Well, FPSs are always a problem because you can't have it lag yes. at all, right? You'll get murdered. You really. <laughs> there. <laughs> For some of those Battle Royale games, it was actually advantageous for some people to have... I don't know if it was bad frame rate oh, or... Oh, because they, like, they jump around, right? Well, because one, they would jump around, and two, a lot of things, like, if, if things didn't load fast enough, like, the players were the priority loading thing. Like, where a right. player is on the screen is always... So, people would be hiding in bushes, and people on, like, janky computers would, like, glitch upward, like, up to them, <laughs> and on the janky computer... They wouldn't see that the person was in a bush. They would just see the person. Like, there was no camouflage. Yeah. That the, yeah, da, 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 the per, da, 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 and so they would da, da, just go, oh, beer, cool, you're right beer. here. And all the people on good computers would be like, you're cheating. And they're like, no. And they took a screenshot and be like, you, you were just sitting right there. Like, the background didn't fucking load for you? And you could just <laughs> see me because of it? Like, nonsense like that can happen. Um, that reminds me, yeah. I, I played paintball a handful of times when God, I was younger. paintball's so fun. It's like, don't we, you hate it when paintball doesn't render when the terrain just you know, isn't there and you're when running? Earth just stops rendering. Well, give me a second. They, a there's a there's a whole weird culture. There's a bunch of terms you start learning, but there is a 
they called them Walmart balls because they were the shitty paint balls you'd buy at Walmart, <laughs> and they were so bad that they wouldn't burst when they hit you sometimes. Oh, shit. So people would get the automatic like angel fucking paintball guns, <laughs> and then they would just light you up with them, knowing they would purposely buy Walmart balls so that they, they wouldn't burst on you. you. Yeah, so they just they'd get to keep you. shooting you because if you get paint on you, you're out. That's it. So you wouldn't. That's uh, it's like keeping you alive to kill you again. Like just we when I ran camp over the summer, I had a meeting with our local representative of the Inland Fisheries and Game Commission. Yeah. And just talking about like, yeah, you guys have bears. You guys are running a camp in a wilderness environment. We're not going to ticket you. We are going to ticket all of your customers, though, if they're doing shit. So don't entice them for bears because if you get one bear it's gonna stay the entire summer and of course there was a bear that would that stayed the entire summer it wasn't as bad as a few years ago when i worked there where there was just every fucking night uh me and ian who's been on the show before who was the camp director at the time were up fucking chasing bears in the middle of the goddamn woods at who knows what fucking hour but this year you know they they took the normal precautions which for this camp was here's your paintball gun do whatever you want with it. So <laughs> good they, luck. Yeah, we were specifically told like don't put marbles in it because then you're committing a crime. But what they didn't say is if you put your paintballs in the freezer, yeah. they still are hard, they so you t- can really dissuade a bear without hurting it. Like get the fuck out of here. So I shot a bear in the face this summer with a paintball. <laughs> That's because it was sniffing around in our trash, and I yeah. never saw the bear again. It was very people much are like, not going to be happy about that one. We have, they, a, we have it, a very. I mean, it was for the bear's protection. It was for the children's protection. It was for everyone's best interest. Yes. I uh, You yeah. do also make bears sound like big grizzly guys that just come at night and drink all your beer <laughs> and won't go home. <laughs> no, it was it, the other bear. Are, we're on the East Coast. The, these are black bears. They're, they're big, annoying raccoon dogs, yeah, but they're but- still... They can still hurt people, and they can still hurt themselves if they are not in a proper environment, which is their environment. And our camp is there in their environment. So what can we do to keep them out of our little space Leave. and not fuck with their environment? Uh, so that I, was the solution. Like, okay. hey, just get them out. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever just, you can do. I just realized I finally memorized the difference between black bears and grizzly bears on whether you should hide or, or chase them off. Uh, because of Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> wow. And for my entire life, it's been, man, I know with one of them, you're supposed to feel position. Another one, you're supposed to get big. And I just I just can't, Could not can't remember which one it is. Dude. <laughs> well, I didn't. It's not like I went out yeah. waiting for Blood American Sniper style. Like, I'm going to get him this time. I'm going to find me that bear and I'm going to teach him a lesson he'll never forget. No, it was like. I chased the bear away, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like get the fuck out of here, bear, several times. And when he came back, it was clear that, look, he's looking for food because he got it once, and scaring him away is not enough, so I need to give him a little bit more to you make shoot sure him that in he the knows. Face. Well, I didn't. He was facing me. There's not a lot else for the bear to shoot I there mean, at that point. You know, my my hope was that he was just he had found a friend in you and liked the fun games you play where you jump up and down and go yeah yeah yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> now I and, run away. And he goes, Ooh, I'm so scared. And then he comes back again. And then you shot him in the face. And he goes, Dick. And he fucking just storms off in a huff. I'm never hanging out with him again. Dude, he goes back man. home to his mom, and he's like, my friend what? shot yeah. me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I, I, I wanted And then she's just going, I told you, getting a paintball gun was a bad idea, wasn't it? And like, he froze the paintball. <laughs> I had never shot a paintball gun before God, I received one uh, for camp. 
And yeah. so I wanted to go out and test it and not around people that would see me. So I took my number two <laughs> out who had Blind shot paintball people. guns. Yeah. <laughs> or like people who I was in charge of. I didn't want I didn't to, want to it go. to go off and me <laughs> go yeah. or something because oh, I you didn't want to lose know. cred. <laughs> yeah, I gotta <laughs> maintain an air of, you know, calm authority. Yes. So I went out and I shot one I just randomly pulled the trigger and I hit a tree like Oh, oh, that felt <laughs> that felt good. And so, and then my buddy was now twiddle your fingers. Yeah, and I instantly knew what he meant. It's just lighting up one tree in the woods. Like, oh, oh, this awakened something in me. This feels so good. So I had to keep the balls away from my office. I had to put the thing locked up in my drawer. So just like all the pieces were apart, nice and safe. So if I needed it, I really had to make sure, you know, quick enough that I could get it in a a situation, but not so quickly that I would be tempted. Like, I'm going to blow off some steam. Let me go find something to shoot that, you know? that is it's, the one thing that i love bill burr has a bit on that with the gun thing with with real talking about real guns um but about like putting everything in a different room and he's like what am i gonna do if a burglar comes in trying to trying to kill me or whatever am i gonna be running around the house scooby-doo style like <laughs> i've got the stock where where's the muzzle honey it's in the bedroom he's in the bedroom <laughs> i was gonna say it's it's not till you're behind cover during yeah. paintball with like a friend and there's a bunch of people out there shooting at your cover you're my you're brother like, you're, you're just like oh i'm i'm about to say some really inappropriate stuff about war dude <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i won't let you die my, my my favorite thing with paintballs that is different with you know the, um they are you know balls and they don't shoot they shoot fast but not that fast like not gun related. so they have an arc to them yeah, I mean, like, you can see them traveling through the air. Yeah, you can see yeah. them. You can see the arc they travel in. So my favorite thing is when someone is behind a not, like, basically not a wall or a house. Like, if they're behind one of those smaller bits of cover, it is just, like, my angle goes all the way to, like, 10, you know, yeah, like, 10 degrees from fucking true north. And I'm just like, okay, how can I mortar shell this paintball into his face? And it's just like, and I remember one time we were playing... So, I don't I think somebody else had done it, but I was on their team. So I was just watching him fucking, like, Rain Man triangulate, like, the, the shot and the wind and all this sort of stuff. And he just, like, pops one, and it doesn't do anything. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he adjusts a little bit, and the person hasn't moved. And he pops another one, and then you just wait. Wait. Fuck! And then they stand <laughs> up, and I was like, this is the best game I've ever played in my life. That's yeah, dude, really they, have, they have pink grenades, too. That oh, yeah. just... Oh, I just realized we're only talking about fun stuff you can do and not quarantine time. I, I, just, I realized so, that very much. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Um, so besides, uh, you could you could social distance with paintball. If you're fa- I, somehow if, I don't think paintball is an essential business fa- that is no, staying I'm, open I'm right just now, saying, Brian. If you had like farmland and you had everybody distance out, you could do it. You could de- yeah. you definitely stay. Uh, you recipe for trouble. Game, you definitely don't want to be within six feet of someone aiming a paintball gun at you because you're going to get a bruise on your butt and it's not going to be a oh, fun you, one. You always walk away with welts, dude. No, no, absolutely. Makes, I'm just saying you man. that one's going to change you your life. So, yeah, but uh, aside, aside from Sorry. digital games, which is mainly what we talked about, I also wanted to talk a little bit about TRPGs because I think that's like one of the absolute best things you can do remotely. Meaning 100%. tabletop RPGs. Yes. Yes, which means tabletop role-playing games. If Thank you. are playing you. that game, Brian. That's it. 
there is I have nothing uh, else to extrapolate. <laughs> so, you know, tabletop role-playing games, we've talked about them on the show before. We've talked about D&D a little bit. We've talked about Call of Cthulhu a little bit. There are others. Uh, you going to talk the about the TMNT platform. TMNT TRPG. Oh, yeah. TMNT In development TRPG. right now from Even Streven, the <laughs> TMNT TRPG, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tabletop role-playing game. Beta male test. I mean, beta testing right now as we 100%. speak. 100%. No, you had uh, it right the first time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> beta male beta testing. <laughs> BMB testing. Uh, so, Hori, do you want to talk a little bit about Roll20? Yeah, yeah. So Roll20 is, is an online service. I would have laughed like a... my ass off if you just said no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to. Yes, and him. That's the problem here. Okay, Mister. You, you hear us talk very differently when we're not recording. It's a lot of no. That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a website where you can create an account, and then it basically basically gives you like an interface where you have a a square grid. You might be able to say it to hexes, but it's usually square, and you can have everybody access their role playing game like character sheets depending on which game you're playing they have and they different have all their sheets stats for there. different games yeah yeah and you can like share all the resources you need to different documents and such and it allows a, a dm or gm to to really be able to play the game remotely without needing any other stuff they have they have video software too but i would probably still just go with something another else. service for sure yeah in a pinch it does uh it does work you have everyone's face and video coming through at the bottom and you can toggle that on and off as you're personal like internet allows uh but it, it works really well and you can do some fun shit and it, it it's it's a well-designed free system there is a premium version but the, we've never used the premium Haven't and the free to. has been fine yeah Haven't you run a to. you have a weekly D game you roll on roll 20 right yes absolutely i will also say that i'm i'm uh, acutely aware of how you can toggle on and off the uh system of the voice and video chat because uh, one time I went into a new game and I had not changed that status and I was just sitting shirtless, you know, in my room being all fat and slovenly with like hair fucking fucked up. And my one friend just goes, hey, buddy. And I'm like, huh? oh, oh, and I look down and I'm like, ah, and just, sorry to yell right in the microphone. Um, but I, I like jumped up in my seat and quickly turned that off. So. Please be yeah. aware that when you are jumping into a game that that might be the case. So go to your settings and turn that shit to nothing and get rid of it. The other thing I want to mention is you can go back to our D&D episodes and our Call of Cthulhu episode to hear more in depth about each game. Sure. But right now, if you have a group of friends that have not played one of those yet and you're considering doing it, I have to recommend Call of Cthulhu over Dungeons & Dragons. I, you're gonna, yeah, okay. I mean, well... Oh, Actually, for, maybe for during this quarantine is the only time I'd recommend Dungeons and Dragons. Because the, the whole reason I recommend yeah. Call of Cthulhu to new people is even for the the host, the DM, it's much easier to read through that guidebook, and it's much easier to teach other people how to play. Okay, Dungeons and Dragons. I in grad school, <laughs> my focus of study was a, a subgenre of like literary history, book history called bibliography, where we literally look at you know the, the book as material. The oh. book, like paratextual, how is this book constructed as an object? And I, I it, was oh, wow. a, it was a lot of history like okay. that. So believe me when I say I am uniquely qualified <laughs> to say that the player's handbook for the fifth edition of D and D is one of the worst organized <laughs> oh. pieces of text that has ever existed for mass consumption. Consumption, dude. Tell I them how you really feel. Hundreds <laughs> of years of paratextual conventions, and somehow they fucked them all up. 
So if you can get through the player's handbook, D&D is an amazing game, but do not be surprised if you're confused about, wait, where is this? How do I find this? Why isn't this better labeled? Why is this book not guiding me to the information I need right now? It's not you, I promise. It's, it's not, not you. you. <laughs> and as a lifelong nerd and purveyor of online materials, I, I'm best situated to be able to maneuver some monstrosity like that. I can't figure it out, dude. I end up creating like four copies of the guidebook in PDF and keeping them open to different parts of the book because you have to go back and forth across the entire fucking book so many times. That is that is true. Um, I really the thing that gets me the thing that I actually dislike because like I I'm a little nicer to it than you guys are very mean to the book and. I'd, I'm not saying I'm not saying because I love D and D. I'm not saying it's without much. reason. I'm just saying it like, sounds like Brian loves the book. Dude. It sounds like I want to fucking you know ha huh, the book off. Um, but the spells situation That's exactly what I was gonna it, bring up. I I can't stress enough how much I can I can like rationalize or like kind of hand wave or downplay a lot of the other negative aspects of the book in terms of like structure and what goes into what and which things follows whatever. The spells are pretty much unforgivable because they have an in the entire section of the spell list is each class that 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 does spells and they have the spells you can use and that's fine no problem with that that's fine then separately then right after that is an alphabetical uh thing of all of the spells that do not tell you which classes they are for so you have to spend if you are starting out spellcasting Going back and forth, you might as well rip out whatever class you are, that page from the book, and plop it next to you, and then yeah. violently flip through the spell list over and over again. You know what every <laughs> single electronic edition of this book has done? Whenever, you are on the, uh, whenever you're on the class sheet, like, hey, these are the sure. spells for your class. They just, parentheses, here's the page that spell's on. Simple fix. That, yeah. Simple, like, literally four yeah. characters per goddamn spell, a parentheses, two numbers, and yeah. a fucking parentheses, and they and it's not there. It's not there in the physical yeah. book. You just have and to I know. Mean, that well, would no. still be a pain in the Th ass. This is it would the, still be a pain in the ass. This, this is also the problem. Uh, yeah, obviously, but we're talking about remedies. This is the thing. The spells under them have lists of, like, things. They say, like, fifth level necromancy, uh, fifth level necromancy spell, or... Uh, ninth level divination or uh, transmutation cantrip. And it's like, yeah, those are fine. You know what you could put right next to that? What classes this is for? Yeah. What class can learn this? Cleric. Yeah. Cleric slash paladin. Warlock. Druid. Slash sorcerer. Like, whatever. Sorcerer. Yeah. Whatever. You can do it on all of those and you'd be fine. Yeah. Ah, no. Again, so meanwhile, many, the, so the Call of Cthulhu solutions. book has for the character creation. No <laughs> they list it out directly in order and include a too long, didn't read diagram with short instructions yeah. for how to do it for is once before you the, read through it once. Is this the seventh edition? Eighth. Both edition. of them have it. Okay. Wait, Both is, of the is popular the, is editions. Eighth edition, have the latest it. edition. Currently, eighth edition is the most recent edition of Call of Cthulhu. Okay. And what's is Pulp it? Cthulhu? Is that a that's a spinoff of one of them? Is basically DLC. Yes. That is like another book, and yeah. it just goes through what changes they've made to it. Unfortunately, okay. that one is not as well organized. That's there is fine. more flipping in that one. It's, it's DLC. Still, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's still miles and leagues above. The, the, fucking... yeah, the latest edition the... fixes all the problems with the previous edition, which is annoying how Pulp Cthulhu brought it back to, <laughs> to, to other problems. problems. The, yeah. the point is, we all have time on our hands, and paratextual considerations aside, 
who are you kidding? You've got the time to read through and learn yeah. how to play this play with D&D. your friends. I love it. You can't stress it enough. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. Of our friend group, like a third of us are unemployed right now. So <laughs> we've got time. We've got time. Um, I, I will say it is also a good, especially if you have time, because the way Jorge initially got me into TRPGs with Call of Cthulhu and the the initial model of it transferred over to D&D for our group, um, my group of Nova friends, and like that's like an in a one six to ten hour session like just you know playing an entire you know movie out worth of content in one go and having a beginning middle of an end i now have weekly sessions which drastically changes your mindset and your value system and what you're doing in the game um but it both of those styles are so fun in different ways and figuring that out and learning like what you want to do with your character and i'm very i'm very cinematic with these i know there's a lot of people who are boot and door dungeon divers who just who want to like get the next cool thing and kill the next monster do the things and that's fine i'm a storyteller too i uh, dude i fucking go over my character's arc and i will talk to my dm about i will be like hey uh my dnd character is viraz he's a, a tiefling warlock and i'm like this is where viraz is right now this is where I want him to go by the end of this. Like, what sort of, you know, I'll, I'll ask for advice on, like, what to do or, like, is there a thing that whatever. or And I'll, I'll straight up ask, like, is there a sort of moment that you can place in that will give me a option to do something here or explore something here? Or I'll try to make one during the session. Like, it's fun. It's collaborative. You cannot stress enough how much creativity is in it. Like, you can do whatever you want within reason. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> the best description of D and D and any TRPG I've ever heard. It's make believe with rules so that we all have fun. Yes. Yeah. It's great. I can't. Yeah. And you can do it yeah. on video chat. Yes, you can do it very yes. easily on video chat. I agree. There's an extreme amount of collaborative storytelling that can occur if that's what your group is into. But if you're new to TRPGs, that might not be what you're looking for. Probably. You not. might be looking for straight pretend beat the shit out of each other with yeah. rules. You know. Yeah. And that's. Either of them can be good for that. I personally do think Call of Cthulhu gives you more freedom because it's modern world. You don't need to have like people who aren't used to this type of thing pretend to be a gnome or anything, you know? Sure. I I will say I have never done a single serious Call of Cthulhu campaign. Yes. Well, it's, it's a horror TRPG, and that's 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 not really what we do. Yeah, know? but I, I would say I've never played it that way. I've had horror happen to me, but I have most of the time been accompanied by a tiny man with abs and a burly mustache known <laughs> as, and this is actually serious, Dr. Blowjobs. Yeah. If I could put it in terms <laughs> of Indiana Jones, Indiana uh, Call of Cthulhu wa- is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. When you're playing it, you want to be Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, but in reality, it's Indiana Jones and Temple of the Crystal Skull a lot of the time. I just I just want to say so much that my film purist brain judged you super hard for saying Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark cuz I'm like it's just Raiders. Oh fuck off. Like it's just Raiders of the Lost fuck Ark. Fuck off, Indiana whatever. Indiana Jones isn't in the title at all and I was so like my snob brain was like correct and I'm like it's fine. It's part of the Indiana Jones series. <laughs> but it was just like my brain was like fucking say he's wrong. I'm like he's not wrong. It's fine. It's terrible. Did they is it Ne- is it's still not the title is Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark? It's, it's it did not do it did not pull a Star Wars because Star Wars became Star question. Wars A New Hope 
and then moved on Star Wars Empire Strike Back, blah, blah, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, I think Raiders has just been Raiders of the Lost Ark and then Temp Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. I think you're right. So on and so forth. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. No, it's, no, it's fine. Especially talking about it on a podcast to make sure everybody knows what you're talking about. LOL. It's completely reasonable. Uh, well, we... if, if you don't know what Raiders of the Last, Lost Ark is. Uh... Last Ark? Hmm. You know what? Never oh, mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's mind. it. All right. Two on one. Brian <laughs> Get sucks. Out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll uh, see myself out of my own house. <laughs> I did want to talk about something else when you're talking with your friends over a video chat because okay. I feel like that's the best way to simulate the experience of being able to hang out when you can't see people anymore. Yes. We use something called podcast rules. Uh, well, at least we try. <laughs> we and try we, to. We're good at it, and we were really good at it when we were doing this. Hey, wait, this. check this out, though. See, oh. we're pretty good, dude. We're pretty good at it. <laughs> Thank Look you so much. Shut up. Jorge's See doing that? an excellent example of breaking the podcast rule. And podcasting rule is, hey, when someone else is talking, even if you're talking, shut up and let them talk. Like, you'll get your chance back. Can I – I do want to say one thing, and – I, I, this is completely stolen. This is probably, I don't give them credit for it. There's a comedian named Chris D'Elia who does a podcast and he's done multiple podcasts with multiple comedians. And one of his friends is another comedian who's, he's been on multiple podcasts with. And his friend absolutely breaks podcasts. He will start interrupting. He will do everything. And so Chris D'Elia has just gotten to going, oops, every time the guy starts interrupting him. <laughs> so Jorge, Jorge interrupting. I'm going to just start saying whatever and just go ahead. So like, so I was talking about Raiders of the Last Ark, and it was really good, and I appreciate it. Cut me off. Uh, now I'm cutting. <laughs> yeah, uh, now I'm taking oops. you. Oops. Uh, just like that. Oops. Sorry, I, I did oh, that on purpose. You I, I, I ruined your joke. Bastard you literally man. just talked about <laughs> yes <then> ending. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's because I, I, I was it. snippy about the Last Ark thing. <laughs> it, was, it was so easy to just not talk for it once. It really was. Oh, um, my God. But I appreciate yeah. that as a clap back for... Someone interrupt breaking podcast. Right. <laughs> but I, I think what's with a video chat, it's pretty easy to just not interrupt somebody when they're talking. The harder thing is if you're already talking, not that you just stop if somebody else interrupts you. They're they're at fault, like I just was when I interrupted Taylor. But you got to let them go, or else you're just both talking over each other. Yeah, and no one's getting anything, and especially with the limited amount of bandwidth that a lot of these things are operating on right now, because everyone's using these services. The last thing you need is tones on either side. W wires crossing mm -hmm. sick everyone's getting what uh, 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 i am uh, 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 and it's awful oh yeah because yeah, the microphone sorry if you think it's going to be just the two of you you're wrong because when you have like nine people in a video chat if two people start talking at the same time everybody's going to talk at the same time they're like oh it's it's time to go yeah i'm talking too then let's do this yeah. it is absolutely the virtual equivalent of someone yelling bar fight every yeah. time that two people start talking <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, do we, do we want to hit up those segments? I think we have a couple. I don't. Th we we no. We do yeah. Not. We uh, we have a questions, dude. We have Brian has a question. I yeah, don't Brian have told us. Hit I that intro. I literally told Taylor that I don't have one anymore, and he nodded <laughs> in agreement. I'm sorry I couldn't get it to you because you're over the internet. If you were here with us, maybe it would have worked. Uh, well. I do not have a question. I was just going to put John Downey on blast. <laughs> okay, for, yeah. but I'm okay. Well, then Taylor, clearly why I'm just taking shots at everybody today. I don't know why. Taylor, oh, why don't you wow. give us your wh whoopsie doodle whittle moment? Our whoopsie doodle whittle moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. One time when just Taylor, I mean, other people were on there earlier, and this is pre-quarantine times. Taylor and I got left video chatting pretty drunk, 
he steps out to go to the bathroom, and what happens, Taylor? Okay, so yeah, Jorge and I are drinking, uh, having a good time, and uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> with a confidence, I was gonna get myself another drink, but it was nighttime and it was late, and I didn't want to turn in all the turn on all the lights in my apartment. So I <laughs> rush through, like I totally know where everything is in this apartment, and I dexterously dip out of the way of the piano, and I go around, and I grab the beer, and I'm coming back, and I slam my toe into my door frame just at speed oh. and Jorge and Chen see me just like limping back I'm just oh, oh fuck shit oh god damn it like hey what happened buddy like no I hit my toe don't worry about it it's fine and I go to bed and again very drunk and I wake up the next morning and my two center toes were facing in opposite directions <laughs> <laughs> so I looked down like oh no I I I broke my toe so I I called <laughs> My parents like, do I need to go like to patient first or whatever for this? Like, yes, yes, you do. Like, what are they gonna do? Oh, they're just they're just gonna tell you your toe's broken, but they'll tell you how to take care of it. Like, can't I look that up myself? Like, yeah, but you need to go to patient first. Like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna belabor at this point. So I go to the patient first, and they ask, "Well, what's wrong with you?" I go, "Well, I broke my toe." <laughs> and I get in the observation, uh, the observation room or whatever, the consultation room. Like, what happened? I broke my toe. They look at it. Oh, you broke your toe. Let me get a doctor in here. The doctor comes in. What happened? I broke my toe. He looks at it. Oh yeah, you broke your toe. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Oh, just tape it up. There's nothing else you can do. Like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was yeah. So that was a uh, beware. <laughs> You're in your own home, and your own home is not there for you always. Two oh, things. Yeah. One, like I told you, witch doctors. Don't go. 100%. Number two, unless unless you got the Rona, then you should go. Uh, number two, you know it's a good video chat when you feel the need to run to the bathroom and yes. run back because you don't want to miss anything, <laughs> even though they're not hanging out without you. When there's one yeah. other person on the other line, two other people yeah. on the other line, they're just sitting there waiting, ba- waiting for you. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I miss you, babe, and I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, God, my toe. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, shit. God damn it. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely how I was Ooh. feeling as I was sprinting through the darkness back at speed. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel like. like one light would have helped. Like any light being turned on would have been a positive. Like <laughs> I've got a CD. They took an X-ray of it, and I've got the CD image of the toe, and you can clearly see that it's just like I don't know how to describe Door a fork in the angles. road, but yeah. your foot uh, in the dead center of it. And if I can find a CD drive, because where do you find those anymore? <laughs> uh, I will upload that image to our Instagram. But again, I only have it on a CD, and good luck getting shit off a CD nowadays. Yep. Yeah, so do you want to oh are oh oh are we friends on <laughs> remote fun? I we we literally have to be otherwise we wouldn't be hanging out. So yes, I think we are. Yeah, we have been for years. We've been doing it for years and we're going to continue to do it for hopefully not years or at least we'll have the choice in a few months whether to do it or not. Yep, no way we can't be. So. 100%. So as always guys, uh, while you're online talking to your friends, tell them all about our social media, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want, just drop a link to all your friends or have them share their screen and watch them type in r-we-friends.com and make them go to our website where you can find all of our shit and links <laughs> to all of our shit. <laughs> I have been your 
cutting out because my apartment complex only has free internet co-host Taylor. I'm your one-player paintballer, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you remotely next week. Oh, God, my toe!